0: Thanks, David. Uh, thanks, Amy, for the reading this morning. So, as um, David said earlier, we're in the middle of our Connect Four series. So, where we're taking an issue that we fa- face today, or that we see in our world today, we have a look at what the world says about dealing with that issue, and then we Kind of explore and see how the Bible speaks into into that same issue, and hopefully through that whole process we can extract some practical lessons that we can apply to our lives today. So before we get started, I just do want to make a um, point that we are talking about loneliness and isolation, which is rather apropos in our current you know stage four lockdown. So I would just want to um, if. If, that, if you find that you or someone you know is struggling with anything that we discussed today, please feel free to, to con- connect with the ministry team, myself or David or Sam. We'd love to chat with you or, or talk with you about, um, about, talk through with you some, about some issues. Or um, I'm putting this in the chat, but it'll also be on the screen. Um, there are some um, numbers or um, organisations that you can update are out there for you to call or contact. And there's no shame or anything wrong with doing that. That's what they're here for, especially as um, we, we here in Melbourne are, are dealing with stage four lockdown and, and figuring out how life is like that. So there are resources out there um, for us all to connect with. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there first. So with that all being said, let me start with some stats about um, loneliness. So this first slide that we're going to show are stats that came out of a study or recorded um, through a study from Relations, that I got from Relations Australia in 2018. So these stats are um, first of that one in 10, or around 9.5% of Australians aged 15 and over are lacking or report lacking um, social support. Um, One in four report report they're currently experiencing episodes of loneliness, according to the Australian Psychological Society. And one in two, or 51%, report that they feel lonely for at least one day each week. Um, Baker does point out that most incidents of loneliness will last for one year or less. However, if la- loneliness lasts longer than this, it is, last, it is likely to last for three or more years. So there are some stats. So these are pre-COVID stats, um, pre our current pandemic. Um, in the next, in the next slide that we're going to show, uh, that's where extrapolated from uh recent Swinburne University study. And when I say recent, um, this report was released on the 15th of July. So it's less than a month old. um, Which looks at the effects of COVID, of the COVID pandemic on mental health and loneliness. So these are some very early figures and I believe there's going to be obviously a lot more study and research done over the years about the impact on our mental health that this current season or year, 2020, has had on on the lives of people around the world. Um, so, their study took into account people from the from Australia, from the UK, and from the USA. But I'm just going to focus on the Australian um, the Australian stats. But they were pretty much over each population. It's pretty much very similar kind of trends that we saw. So during COVID, it is reported that one in two Australian residents reported feeling lonelier since um, COVID-19, that people living alone reported the highest level of loneliness, that social contact with neighbours was consistently low. Those who reported feeling more lonely since it started the start of the pandemic also reported higher social anxiety and depression. And that young adults aged 18 to 25 years report the highest levels of depression. So figuring that prolonged periods of loneliness can sometimes lead into um, periods of depression, um, which I thought was a rather interesting kind of link that the young adults kind of feel it a bit more than some older Australians seem, seem to or report to. So we can see that loneliness is a real issue in our community. And it's probably something we've all experienced uh, one time or another to varying degrees. And just a reminder, as we delve into this topic, that everyone responds differently to different situations, social situations. Um, for example, myself, despite being single and living alone, I sometimes feel the most lonely when I'm around people, not when I'm at home by myself. I'm all good. At, I'm all good at home. But for me, sometimes my loneliest things are when I've been in crowds or groups of people. Um, but other people will find being alone rather isolating and, and they don't, they're not comfortable with it. And so wherever you fit in that kind of spectrum and, and that kind of um, yeah, range, um i want to share with you some good advice that is out there for how to cope if you are feeling lonely or isolated so let's look at today the current wisdom that is out there today so i've sourced this from um various i've kind of compiled all these sources these this advice from various um, um, organisations, including Beyond Blue and Lifeline and the Australian Psychological Society. Um, so these are it's an amalgamation of, of all of that kind of research. So step one is stay connected. So they they got lots of suggestions about how to stay connected. It's call right now, call or video conference with friends and family. Some of these suggestions that I'll mention are suggestions that we can't do at the moment in our current um, lockdown state but we can usually adapt and find a way around or a way to do like connecting with friends and family have yeah have have a phone call make a phone call um talk with the shop assistant as you go out socially distance once a week to to get your groceries and stuff you can still Sometimes chat like in those moments of connection of going on a walk to kind of nod and I'd say give a smile, but we're all wearing masks these days, (laughs) but that kind of stuff. Smile with your eyes or wave hello. Write a letter or a card or an email, you know, go back, go old school. Um, Virtual gatherings like what we're doing this morning, they are ways that we can continue to stay connected um, with one another uh, with our friends and family in this current season that we're in. So, step one is stay connected. Step two is stay healthy. So, it's always suggested to keep active, to exercise, to eat healthy foods and healthy meals. Take time to meditate and focus on self care. And spend another suggestion in staying healthy is to spend sometimes outdoors. Or if you can't get outdoors, you know, open a window, um, try and get some sunshine or some vitamin D, um, when you can, when the sun is shining. These are all ways that are suggested that we can stay healthy during, um, when we are feeling lonely, um, is important to do. Step three is do things that make you happy or things that bring you joy. Um, so yeah. That's what they suggest, that's what the experts experts suggest. Find things that that make you happy. Find a hobby, learn something new. It can be they suggest reading or music, um, cooking, crafting, playing games. Um, Find something that makes you happy. Now, finding a new hobby may be a little challenging right now. There are many online resources, but for some of us, we are not that comfortable in engaging online. So, if you have more suggestions, um, feel free to shout them out um, later at the thing uh, of how to maybe find a new hobby um, or maybe pick up an old hobby, something that you used to do and um, that you kind of didn't have time for. But, but they do, all the experts will, they encourage us to engage in things that make us happy. Step four of um, suggestions by the experts is to remove remove unhelpful outside influences. I think limit outside noise. So the point is it's unhelpful outside noise. So they suggest doing this limit social media engagement, which that in this COVID period may be a bit difficult. Limit the constant watching of news, especially during times of Trauma, trauma or upheaval, the constant watching of what the media is reporting on, on the current things, being like kind of glued to your television or computer or phone, however you consume media, can sometimes, um, while we think we're like keeping ourselves um, up to date with the latest information, it can actually exacerbate the feeling of disconnectedness or make us like our mind whirl about all the bad things and the possibilities. So they also suggest taking a digital break. Again, during current lockdown in our current level of um, social distancing, that may be a little more difficult for us to achieve right now, Um, but it is important to remember if we are feeling lonely that sometimes What we're using to try and combat loneliness can actually sometimes exacerbate it. But spending time constantly going through Facebook and Instagram and looking at how happy everyone else seems to be when we're not, that can kind of feed our negative thoughts, even if it is not true. Um, And step five is um, reach out to others. So ask for help if you need it. Call a friend or family member seek counselling. Um, so again, back to the, the, the contacts I put through chat, um, is contact Lifeline, Beyond Blue, Kids Helpline if you're under 18, um, or speak to your, your GP or, or that kind of stuff, or uh, your, your friendly local pastor. Um, there are people out there. And so sometimes combating loneliness means we have to, like the little video, the, the little guy, he had to actually go and knock on his neighbour's door and, and connect with someone. So that is what today's wisdom suggests we do to help with periods of loneliness. And it's a probably, probably a lot of you have already heard or thought of those um, that, that advice before. And This might be what you've advised others to do. So let's now take a look at what God tells us in his word about dealing with loneliness and see if we can find a correlation between today's wisdom and what the, ex- the experts say and to what God says. So about staying connected in Genesis um, 2.18, we see, then the Lord said, it is not good for man to be alone. So I will make a helper who is just right for him. And also, so that's straight up, just after creation, after God created Adam, he, <coughs> after God created Adam, he, he recognised that it's not good for us to be alone, not good for man to be alone. Um, but it's also not just in creation. In Hebrews 10, 25, we, Paul, um, Paul tells us that, Tells us to not neglect meeting together, as some people do, but in, to encourage one another, especially now the day of God's uh, His returning is drawing near. We can see here that it, we are created to be in fellowship with one with others. This is part of God's design and His will for us. We have to be a community of God's people. And it is in his community that we can live out his commands by helping one another, by caring for one another and providing accountability for one another. So staying connected, check. Yes, the Bible totally correlates with what what today's current wisdom is about, dealing with loneliness. So let's look at what the Bible says about staying healthy. In 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, um, it said don't you realize that your body is a temple of the holy spirit who lives in you and was given to you by god you do not look, you do not belong to yourself for god brought you with a high price so you must honor god with your body so it's not in just a new testament thing if we look at the story of daniel um, in Daniel 1:8 and Daniel 1:15, Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine that was given to him by the king. He asked the chief of staff for permission to not eat these unacceptable foods. And at the end of ten days, like cutting a bit ahead in the story, at the end of ten days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. And so we all know it is important for us to keep healthy and exercise, not just for our physical health, but it's also important for our mental and spiritual health as well. I mean, this is probably an area of life that is often glossed over when we think about what the Bible teaches and about the Bible's teaching. But... We can see that God cares about our whole life, not just our spiritual part of our being, but He cares about our health and our well-being as well. And it, we can see that staying healthy, eating right, exercising—it's actually remain and um, which God wants us to do remains congruent with what the, our doctors tell us to do. So, keeping healthy, yes. That is check. That is definitely a thing that is congruent with um, the Bible, but also congruent with today's wisdom. So let's bring it up to our third step, which was engage in things that bring you joy. So what does the Bible say about finding joy? In Proverbs 17.22, we are told that a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps strength and Ecclesiastes, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I concluded that there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. God wants us to have joy in our lives. In fact, joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I mean, it is often thought or even said that God doesn't want us to have fun. There's a conversation that I've had many times, being a youth leader, but also just being a Christian, where people say, "Well, going to church means you have to follow certain rules, and you got to you the rules are designed to all keep us in line. Means you don't have any fun. Blah 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 blah. This fallacy. Yes." God warns us about things that are, and choices that are not healthy for us, like going out and getting drunk, for example. That is not healthy. Um, but in my observation, those that choose to, to live that quote-unquote wild lifestyle, having fun all the time, partying, and all that kind of stuff, kind of don't always end up as happy as those that are able to find joy in other things. Some of my best times have been um, just having fun, laughing with friends, being enjoying a good game. God wants us to have fun. He doesn't. Uh, he does not design. Has not designed us to just be dreary and moping and all all stoic and stayed all the time. No, He created laughter, and He placed it in our hearts. So finding joy, finding doing good things, finding a hobby, yes, it is it is congruent with what the Bible teaches us, with what God wants us to do. That brings us to point four. What what does the Bible say about limiting outside influences or the outside noise noise? We're told in Romans twelve two, to don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So it is very important for us to be discerning about what information and media we allow influence us. Especially in our social media digital age, where with just one click, information all misinformation can be spread around the world in seconds. Um, you know the saying, you are what you eat? I think the same can be about said about, you are what media you consume. It is, it is amazing how much even just television programs, fictional TV can influence the way we think and behave. But it's also social media, Instagram, Facebook, those kind of applications um, can make us feel like our lives don't match up with the lives of our friends or our family. I mean, it it can be a big comparison trap. And when we are feeling lonely, if we scroll through someone's um, Facebook feed or social media feed, feed and we see pictures of them laughing or smiling it can exacerbate those negative feelings but what we often forget is that one social media only shows us what people want us to see and two we forget that we are actually not alone which brings us to um, step five which is what does the bible say about reaching out Galatians 6.2 says, share one another's bur- burdens and in this way we obey Christ. And I'm reminded by um, the story of Moses um, in Exodus 17.12. When Moses armed, as he was like holding his arms up to, um, and as he held his arms up, um, the, the, the Israelites were winning the battle That they were fighting, but whenever his arms dropped, they started losing. So, but Moses' arms soon became tired, so he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hur found a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood each side of Moses, holding up his hands so his hands stayed held steady until sunset. This goes to goes back to us being in community with one another. We are not meant to go through life alone. We are meant to have people to walk a lot alongside us, some for just a short time and some for our whole lives. That is why, especially now when we, we are, need to be socially distant, that we, it is important that we keep connecting with each other and reach out to those who might be finding it hard to connect with. So these particular verses tells us to reach out to those in need. Whereas the conventional wisdom puts the onus on the individual, individual um, who might be fine feeling alone to reach out for help, I actually believe that God commands us to care for one another and for us to reach out to others who might be struggling. Yes, it is a mutual obligation. Um, those that are feeling alone or lonely, yes, they should. Reach out, yes, they can. They can reach out, but us as God's people, us in a community and a family, um, we need to actually be proactive in reaching out to those that we not might not be seeing, especially those that may not have access to digital media or computers, computing, and be able to engage online. It is important for us to try and keep up that engagement as best as we can um, by making by making a phone call or by writing a letter whatever way we can we need to reach out as God's people so let's have a quick look at what our response to loneliness should be our application first off as I've just said remember that we are never alone Isaiah 41:10 it's my favorite Bible verse. God says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you and uphold you with my righteous right hand. It is important to remember when we are feeling lonely or isolated that God is always there. And while we may know that in our minds, sometimes it's hard to know that in our hearts. And that is why He has put us in community. He's put us in a church family. Which brings me to Psalm um, 68, 5 to 6. It's talking about God. He is the father to the fatherless, the defender of widows. This is God. His dwelling is holy. God places the lonely in families. We are a we are a family. We are the northern community family. Which in Corinthians 1 Corinthians 12, 25, 27 says, this makes for harmony among the members so that all members care for each other. If one part suffers, all parts suffer with us. And if one part is honoured, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body and each of you are part of it. We are here together. And we are aware that there are many of us that can't connect through Zoom, and they're unable to connect on a Thursday or on a Sunday. And I know our care team are doing a fantastic job keeping those connections. But we all have the responsibility to, to connect with friends and families and neighbors that may be having it doing it tough right now. Maybe and maybe just a, a quick phone call, a quick hello, I was thinking about you is all they need just to keep going and and to feel like that they are cared for and wanted. So we're gonna go into a response time. And I have Feel free in your response time to to write your response in an email. Um, there is a te- there will be a phone number at the bottom of the response slide with a with a, a message to text to that you can t- text to, or you can write um, to Northern Community if you want to keep it keep it private in, in the chat on Zoom. And so, there are three questions um, to that I've just put up to consider um, during this time. So, question one is, during times of loneliness, how do you normally react? Um, another thing to think about, have, has your feelings or have your feelings of loneliness increased during COVID? Or the third one, can you think of someone who might be feeling lonely or isolated during the season? And maybe think of a way, how can you reach out to them? So, we're gonna have some music during that response time and I just pray and ask that God will speak to you during these final moments.